My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And just like we warned on Monday, we're back on the Wednesday to talk about stuff we've been watching. So... <laughs> We, last week we started with Amanda, or last week, on Monday we started with Amanda, so we're going to start with Sky like we do, we reverse order it for the next episode, so Sky, what have you been watching? I have been watching Sell Your Haunted House, mm-hmm. which um, the fella in that, he was in my first two K-dramas, so like, it's nostalgic for me just a little bit, uh, but I really, really like it, it's really fun, it's it's the right amount of scary for me <laughs> to where uh, I would say first episode I did get a jump scare. So if you cannot handle jump scares at all, uh, they do exist. I would say if it's comparable to um, like some of the ghosts in Let's Fight Let's Ghost. Let's Fight Ghost, yeah. Okay. Like, yep. it's, but, like specifically, I think like the elevator ghost, I think it's like yeah. the comparable, like in the but so like let's say episode one i'm not going to go into like the story or anything but let's say the one jump scare i got then you get a jump scare but then soon after that you know like the ghost slows down and then gets extra you know it gets fixed pretty quick to where it's not like it's this lingering scariness but even on to the onto the other episodes there will be a jump scare or something scary but then you will see them as you'll see the outline of a person more in it and it's less scary then so the fear gets but then there's also fake ghosts there's fake ghost holograms too being involved because of con artists and just all this stuff so really fun her outfits are fire i need to go do a screenshot because i was watching it on my treadmill there's a very specific outfit that i really just wanted to steal like really bad there was even a wallet chain involved it was beautiful a lot of black it's great um just really fun. Next KCON uh, that we can actually go to, Sky will be cosplaying. Yes. <laughs> Her black suit with a vest was just. Oh. Yes. <laughs> toy. She and and her her hair is just as dark as it can possibly. It's beautiful. Like, and her, she is great, and her character is great. It's like, just yeah, she just takes no crap. Like it's just nice yeah. it's, it's mm-hmm. a really good cast like they all work really well together so far now there is some silliness levels to it not constantly so like that no, is not at a all. thing no but yeah there's also some seriousness and stuff so it might not be for everybody because of some of those things but really fun really good taxi driver i'm a little behind on it but i will be catching up very very soon possibly because I really liked the first two episodes so much that I know I'm going to want to watch like binges of it. <laughs> yeah. Though the first from the first two episodes it did feel like they're going to do story arcs within two episodes kind of. Mm-hmm. Not that not that there isn't some underlying stuff in between that, but kind of like the player was like Yeah. I feel like it kind of gets introduced and then it teases out and then within the two episodes you kind of put a button on it. At least the first bit. They might not I imagine as the story progresses, you know, it extends a little bit further. But anyway, from the first two episodes, that's my guess. Really, really like it. Uh, if you're not into violence, that's a thing. There is some silliness in that too, really. 
it's revenge yeah. action, but it's not serious like 95% of the time. Mm-hmm. I would say that is as actually close to the player and some of the seriousness. Like some of the like really dark problems that, that are happening in the player, the taxi driver gets that dark. Mm-hmm. So and they're all based on real cases. Oh, that's I actually found a thread on Twitter, someone that shared all of the oh. down to the appearance of the perpetrators and stuff. Mm-hmm. They casted very closely to oh, Wow. Yeah, and this thread even talked about like how those cases ended and things. It was really fascinating. Oh, looks like we've got another contender. Yeah, got a... <laughs> yeah. I kind of, when I saw that thread, I kind of automatically was wondering if I should talk, to, like, I didn't know. So, if you guys end up liking Taxi Driver, I can try to find that thread again. I've been trying to keep up with that. Um, and then I was donating platelets for the first time, and I, they have Netflix, and they, they put headphones on you and say, what, what do you want to watch? So I turned on Sisyphus again since I'm... <laughs> yeah, still, I'm, I'm hey. one episode from finishing. I'm so <laughs> close. It, it is... Sisyphus is Sisyphus. Like, I... It's its own thing now. It's, it's a wild ride. Just buckle in, you know. It is one of those shows that, like, I would not be able to, like, draw a narrative plot for you if I tried, like, it's one of those like when you're watching it it has like internal consistency with itself but then when you get outside of it and you try to explain what you just watched you sound like a crazy person <laughs> explaining well, just disjointed nonsense i feel like at some crossroads when i was watching it like a month or two ago i think i accidentally skipped an episode <laughs> no mistake. but sis but sisyphus <laughs> is weird enough that you don't you're not sure. You're not really aware that you skipped an episode until you're missing something, and you're like, "Wait, right?" I don't remember. I? I think I was like at the end of the episode I watched, and I was like, "I think I missed something." Like I finally, <laughs> I think there was something I missed, and then I had to go back. So, all that to say, I'm very confused because I even messed it up for myself, and then I I watched it also in a public space, and then yeah. like it was an episode and a half that I watched while having blood drawn from me. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but. Someone, someone was at, they asked me before they turned it on. They're like, oh, is this a horror show? I was like, no, it's just like time travel well. sci-fi. <laughs> of course, if they like watched certain parts of it, they didn't see the parts where people are like melting and being deformed or whatever. So I guess that could be kind of horror for somebody. I don't know. Somebody horror, maybe if you stretch it. There's a, there's a touch, just a, just a, a little. Peach. It has a bit of everything. A sprinkling of body horror I, just to keep people in the mood. Not one person who talked about it said, what did they say? That it it did, it went to all the places where they thought it was going to go and did all the things they wanted it to do narratively, just not when they thought they should have done it or when they wanted it to happen. They're like, so I'm not mad because what I wanted to happen happened just didn't happen when I wanted it to happen. I was like, okay, that's cryptic enough, but interesting. Interesting. I can't even complain about the flashback thing because I obviously haven't been consistent in watching it and all this stuff. So like at this point, if the show seems disjointed, it's probably primarily my fault as the watcher (laughs) rather, you know, messing up that one episode, watching it out of order. (laughs) Like, 
who knows what I've done to my watching experience at this point. So I'm trying, I can't say much against Sisyphus. I'm, I'm happy her character actually gets to do a lot of things. That's quite often what I'm pleased about with the show. She gets to do all the things. Like, she's doing all the things. And there's reveals. Mm-hmm. I will give it that. It has reveals in it. Things happen. Good. Yeah. Things should happen. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been watching all that much else because I was in Astro Comeback mode and I was, I'm still not caught That's up with fair. all the content from that. Hey. Is that about it? Pretty much. I watch a lot of music shows because that and Unboxed. Mm. So the podcast oh Unboxing uh, with Jinjin and Kino um, actually if you're wanting to have subtitles with it you have to go watch it on YouTube with the subtitles since subtitles are not an audible experience. So that's actually a visual thing and I'm a little bit behind on that even so but it's a good time. They've had guests. They've had uh, members of their own groups. They've had I am from Monster X, um, Woods. So it, you know, all their friends. Good times. I've been caught up with Sell Your Haunted House. So I mean, I've been watching a bit. It's just yeah. I think as of today, I'm now behind with Sell Your Haunted House, but I will catch up. Yeah, I'm one episode behind on it. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it is. It's just, it's a fun little show, man. It's I'm enjoying it. And endearing con artists is like a trope that oh. I really oh. dig. Yeah, you gotta love it. <laughs> as long as they're not too smarmy, which he's cute yeah. enough that he's not really. He's, he's kind of inept of enough that he's not smarmy. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's likable in his conning. Yeah. So. I too have not been watching much. Uh, I I'm a couple episodes behind on Vincenzo. Still really enjoying it. I have one and a half episodes of Sisyphus left. I literally am halfway through an episode. It's paused on the TV in my bedroom right now because I had to pause it to come here. But um, and I'm also watching Slayer Haunted House. And uh, I've been watching on WeTV uh, Nobleman Reeves Wedding, which. It's very funny. How many episodes is in that one? Because I know that's probably one that I want to wait until it's all out to experience. So so far there's six episodes out, but they're like the same like really short little episodes. I've been enjoying those more as the movie version when they put it all together Um, at the end. So this one has the guy who was in the first series. Um, It has like one of the actors from three of the different series in all together. And, um, and Jang Eun Soo, who's the, the guy from the first series who played the bodyguard of uh, the, the kid, um, is possibly the funniest, like, I'm not sure if this was intentional, but like, he has, he has mastered the comedy of the situation that is happening um, by being the dude who doesn't realize this guy's wife is a man. <laughs> Yeah, it's, <laughs> but it's like struck with her beauty. And, like, it's so good. It's just There's like. There's always that character in like, those dressing switch historical shows. It's, it's so good. Like, and it, anyway, the show is just, it's very just like, you know, it's. There, there's only like 10 minutes an episode right so there's only so much that you can do but it is it's very 
it's very endearing as you watch it. Um, I've still Korea, you can do normal length episodes yeah, of BL plots. It's okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> we would appreciate it, actually. Like, yeah. You know, there's a market, you know, you can still make money with it. Um, I've also been keeping up with a lovely writer, which is so sweet and so heartwarming. And it's also sad like there was anyway do like really good just it's just really good and it's it's one of those where it's like the first couple episodes you think you're going to be getting this stereotypical like you know thai bl drama but then you realize that's not what you're getting at all that's what they're making fun of mm. and it's just an actual heartwarming story about normal people who are caught in bizarre situations um that's really good other than that like I, i'm gonna be honest that's like basically it for like asian stuff though i did watch the entirety of uh, shadow and bone how was it really good i really enjoyed it. i never read the novel so i don't like mm-hmm. i had no like you know um but i really enjoyed it i thought it was really fun uh it was really it was really beautifully made um and uh it was really good and then other than that i just you know my usual nonsense i've been watching a lot of minecraft videos mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like an almost shameful amount of minecraft videos because i haven't been sleeping a lot and i find watching minecraft videos helps me fall asleep normally so i just put them on but they haven't been working <laughs> so then you I just end up watching a lot of them <laughs> yeah so i've been watching a lot and then i also started watching um another youtube series called dimension 20 which is like this group of people playing ridiculous dungeons and dragons games <laughs> and it's, but like comedically like it's it's quite enjoyable um yeah i think that's oh yeah okay i said i was gonna talk about this the last episode I did. I've also been watching Kingdom Legendary War. Now, I hate these types of shows. I don't know why I'm watching it. And I, <laughs> I, but I love it. And like, not today, so much the show. I hate the concept of the show. Today, also, I caught up on just the performances because I'm not watching yeah. the show. And it's like, it's so funny because the format of the show, you can tell that Mnet, the company making it, really wishes that all of the guys on the show were mean about the other people's <laughs> performances, but they're all like fanboying about each other <laughs> at all moments. So it's like they're not getting what they want. So they keep doing like shenanigans, like having like shitty lighting or not telling certain groups that their budget is increased. So like certain stages look less impressive than other stages. And it's just like, just like stop it. Just so, but the funny part about it is. I, I watch it in bed and my husband's sitting next to me and he's like, I've heard of all of these groups. He's like, why would they go on this show? Like, what, <laughs> what would be like, what would be the impetus? And you know what the impetus is? This fucking Mnet basically is holding them hostage and very not even so secretly told their companies that, oh, would be a shame if we weren't inviting any of your companies groups to our music show because you turned down our invitation like that's why b2b's on there do you think b2b wants to be on this program they're old they want but, to but they're 
but they're doing so well they're doing so well they seem to be having fun and it's just like what what's sort of frustrating is that like there's like three older groups and three newer groups and the older groups consistently get like shafted in like the ratings so like they're always coming in last but it's like it's not like their their performances are any worse than the other performances it's just like but anyway i kind of hate that but i love the performances and i love like the interactions between the members like like icon and at switch songs and like jidwan from icon like when they showed him like the because they show like the leading up to like the performance and he was like all proud he's like i got hachun's phone number like we're gonna be friends now (laughs) and all all the rest of icon's like ooh, finally someone in icon will be like an insider like we'll be like (laughs) the hip young groups and then like they'll be like uh, then they'll be like talking about like oh where's your dorm like oh here's where our apartment is like oh we're right near each other we should go get dinner like and and you can tell like the editors are like no no like oh you want to switch songs with me like i said oh my god (laughs) you know it'll cut to them watching the performances and they're all just like oh my god like this is the best thing i've ever seen in my whole life Uh, i love the i love the b2b performances because literally everyone fanboys like they all sing along and do the fan chants because they are all legitimately long-term fans of b2b and and this past week as of when this is with the episodes coming out B2B did Backdoor by Stray Kids, but they did it as a concept of a rock band who is backstage before a performance. It was so cute. It was so good. Like, <laughs> nice. Even if you don't, like, you're not familiar with B2B, you should go to YouTube and watch it because it is just such a fantastic performance and just their vocals are out of this world. But, like, the thing about the show that bothers me is that like B2B are incredible vocals, but they're being put up against, you know, like stray kids who have great vocals, don't get me wrong, but they're like a, you know, choreo dance group. performance yeah, choreo group. And then you've got these four middle-aged men <laughs> who are just like, hello, we're B2B, we're here, <laughs> everything hurts. And I'm dying. <laughs> and it's just like, and then and then we're expected to be like, let's compare them. And I just, I hate it. I just hate it. Anyway, but I love it. The performances are incredible. And like the interactions are so good. But I hate that the show exists, if that makes sense. <laughs> uh, no, I don't hate that the show exists. I hate that the show has, is a competition. Mm. Like, well, it's, it's a competition like, where no one's being eliminated. Yeah, yeah, either. yeah it's, it's a competition with no stakes. Like, let us be honest. It is a meaningless competition. There are no eliminations like in Road to Kingdom or anything. None like, of them are going to lose their contracts. No, it's it's, it's, a, like, it's yeah. a ceremonial win at best. But anyway, the performances are just stunning. Just stunning. Performances aside, I just want to mention the stage, like the wild. stage sets are amazing. Yeah. The prop usage, like... I, I want a show with the kingdom like backstage people that are making like this entire experience because yes, the groups are doing their work, so I'm not saying that, but like some of 
Like, are you thinking of that eighties performance? When well, the there's that, but there's also Icon's performance where like they were doing the song Inception, but yeah, this the, the set was like the movie Inception. Like it wow. was moving, so and like some when, of it so was like one of them, changed. So if one of them would like move their hand like this, the whole set would shift over and like stretch cool. out. Yeah, it was it was really good. Um, so like, I want to see all those people who are like working really fast to be putting that type of stuff on the stage, and like, mm-hmm. also some of the costuming is like gorgeous. To where yeah. I want to see some like, of like how they came up with that. Ats did uh, this like uh, Wonderland mixed with um, Dvorak's Into the New World. And they did like this whole like pirate going on like adventure on the sails because it's eighties. Of course, they did pirates going on adventures. <laughs> top scale, you know. But like the the outfits are. Just, well, it well, was like hearkening back to yeah, like, pirate king times, but then like so prettier. Good. Yeah. There were sword fights. There's been gunfights. Like SF nine put there on were a knives gang movie. Like it's good. There were knives, cool. and all the knives got blurred, blurred. and I laughed a lot. <laughs> no, in the, in the SF9 performance? Yeah. All the knives were blurred because they were, like, gangsters <laughs> who were, like, taking out another gang as, like, their concept. And I, I was, when I saw that, I actually started laughing. Yeah, I, like, I died. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I was like, are you kidding me right now? Because at first, I didn't know what he was holding because it was blurred. I was like, crap, what is he holding that's, like, bad? It's the dildo. He's got a dildo. <laughs> And I was like, oh, it's a knife. Because then other people had the blurred out thing too. I was like, okay. That would actually be a really good edit. Someone putting dildos over all the blurred things. (laughs) Right on it. I'll get right on that. (laughs) Write a note. Anyway, that's on Viki if anyone's interested. Uh, But performances are just on YouTube and even some of the reaction type stuff too. That's what I watch. So, yeah. So Jesse, what have uh, what have you been watching? Um, just like everybody else, not that much. Uh, <laughs> I think out of all the stuff that I talked about last time that I can remember, I haven't picked up any of Sisyphus and Mouse. Sisyphus, I probably will just end up dropping just as a not like any bad ties to it. Just as a will I go back to it? Probably not like that's kind of weird so it's like not one of those like drops that are like finalized but realistically let's be real with ourselves it is finalized type deal Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and then with mouse i'm pretty sure that i'm just gonna like not even try for the rest of it uh because i did get spoiled on some things and the, the way that the show is doing going is sounds absolutely atrocious and i probably would want to throw things at my tv because of it um so i kind of just want to keep episode one <laughs> in your head <laughs> that, it, that it is and i think there's something very seriously wrong with a tv show if they have to literally do two specials to try to make sense of the story for the viewers. That's a very, very, very big red flag. I get the the wackiness, you wanting the wackiness, but it wasn't a mock dong in the very beginning. So mm. I don't, yeah. It doesn't seem like it makes sense and it doesn't seem like it made sense into where the territory that I was going into. So that's kind of sad. I'll just, you know, hold that episode one in my heart. 
I think it's weird when there's periodically a, any type of any genre of K drama that is not mahjong, but then at some juncture becomes more that way. Like that's not okay. <laughs> it should not do that. I just I find it very weird. Like very weird. Like even like, even if you had a rom com, it should stay a rom com throughout yeah. the entire show. Same thing with definitely a darker thriller crime thing there should not be mahjong anything involved ever if in it a show wasn't like that. from the very beginning no i mean right. you can do that you can make oh, yeah. like that sort of thing it's just you really can't do it after what you've been giving and like make me and you should to. bill it like that like this is gonna yeah. be this yeah. way this is how we're gonna kick it off oh. that's awesome do that but like don't take that hard left turn to Albuquerque yeah. and all of a sudden you're in Mokjong land. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially when it's obviously not working do. because you have two episodes where you're trying to like desperately tell the like audience what's going on. And like, if you can't do that with your like material, then you haven't succeeded. Like it doesn't yeah. have to be something that everybody gets, but apparently nobody's getting it. So that's where your issue it's is. It's like when an author comes out like on Twitter or on their blog or whatever and they explain everything that went on in the book and you're like if you need to come out afterwards and explain all the motivations of your mm -hmm. characters and stuff you didn't write a very good book yeah like we should we should know those things <laughs> and we're, we're talking about a 20 episode drama how are you not getting your story in in 20 episodes right yeah. 22 now like you know like it's just, <laughs> yeah right whatever it's just like whatever it's fine it's fine it's fine it's it's cool it's fine it's like whatever but like how how would the mac jong audience know to even pick it up in the first place if for right. the first x amount of episodes no. it's not even I that like what audience does it find there yeah it's like you tuned in for friends and you got dynasty and you're like when did that happen like i don't it, it's, it's literally especially like, when the venn diagram of audience members when it's a very small shared space it doesn't yeah. really make I mean, sense. like I guess, I guess it does make sense in terms of if it was like really trying to focus onto like a western plot and yes after a couple seasons those western shows do that kind of like oh yeah the ship like if you like Grey's mm -hmm. Anatomy is a perfect example watch the first like two seasons oh, of Grey's Anatomy and what show. it's now like it did that it jumped from yeah. uh like a you know, a, a story about yeah, guess, doctors, but about yeah. like relationships to a mahjong, essentially. Yeah. Like, so it's just it's annoying. Mm -hmm. so and that's like, what that's what we don't like about Western shows. What they that's do. why we're over here. Yeah, I'm like, listen, and especially when you gave me that such a great that episode one is so good. It would hurt less if that episode one wasn't as good as it was. That's yeah. the problem. Like that for me specifically, I'm like, it was so good and whatever like to tone and everything they hit it all right and then they're just over here doing um, whatever they're doing you, know, you can't win them all they're not all for me true oh well um but i did try to get some like shows in i was like i i know we've talked about like not wanting to do new shows um, happens <laughs> but but i was like you know what what if i just like went and checked out the first like episode or two of like the shows that I want to see so that like it's not one of those things where like I get to the point where I've waited for the show to happen and then find out I don't like it so like I know <laughs> now if I don't like it I ended up watching Taxi Driver I watched the first episode of that 
I really, really like it. And I do think I want to binge it. So that's why I'm like trying to hold off on like watching it because I'm like, I kind of just want to keep binging it um, per like what the first episode is. I will say that like, it's not disappointing. It was like a bait and switch and I wish they hadn't done it. It's supposed to be a horror. It's not a horror. So that was like threw me off. I was like, oh, cool. A horror. That's not a zombie horror. We didn't get that. (laughs) Um, Which is fine. But like, that's what it was. It's still like, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's fine. Whatever. And and you usually don't like fight based shows that often either no not really um but it it's good and it's got it's definitely if you i think if you like player you're gonna like this show it has the teamwork Um, thing going on yeah um and it's it is darker um i don't think it will go like it will go as close as it can to the darkness of player but player was on ocn and this is not on ocn so like this is like as close as like you know what is it kbs or sbs I think it's SBS mm-hmm. uh, can do. And I think EJ Hoon is doing great in Lucy's role. All the characters are doing really cool. They've got this, like, the same kind of setup, like, player, at least for this first episode, where the humor comes because there's just this kind of, like, ragtag team of justice seekers, you know? And they're all, like, family. So it's, like, a lot of the humor comes from just them being casual with each other. Or like a disguise just yeah. circumstantially becomes funny for a moment and then, it, yeah. and then you go on with reality. It's definitely dark. There is some like really hard scenes, especially in the first episode with the main, not the main girl, but she's like the main first story girl, you mm-hmm. know, they're talking. So I really like it. And uh, and as I said in the music episode, the OST is great. So I, it's definitely one that I want to watching big chunks so i don't think i'll keep up with it because of that i did watch the first episode of real estate exorcism and i liked it a lot more than i ever thought i was going to be oh good Um, i obviously i'm only on the first episode but like it's the first episode really doesn't have that much comedy at all in it like at all it 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 comes more a little bit later it's not heavy handed it's no it's not heavy when i first went into it I was kind of hoping it wouldn't be comedy, not because of what I like, but because, what's her name? Zhang Nara, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Per what I've seen of her, I've only seen her do really comedic, over-the-top characters. And I really wanted to see her in a role where she wasn't doing that. And technically, she is not doing that. She she, she's very, definitely the straight character. Yeah, she is like, mm. no nonsense. Like, and so it's got almost like, to me, it feels more of the, of hotel del luna then it would be closer to um what's that other show the the tea, where they drink and the reincarnation mystic pop-up. yeah because mystic pop-up pretty much started to be kind of in that goofy stuff very beginning and so yeah, yeah. i mean like obviously this is just me on the first couple episodes but like just the fact that her character is not doing that i think that's really great and what they show with the con man guy he wasn't doing what you expected to do that they always make those characters do and he wasn't doing that so i was like i'm actually gonna probably really like this and i do like mm-hmm. how dark and realistic the ghosts are in it they actually like those really worked for me and the motivations they give to all that and yeah. stuff is really good 
I don't know what's still going on with her um, stapler gun. <laughs> that that continues me. to be a thing later on too. It does not go away. It's <laughs> like it shouldn't bother me because the in her, the acts that she's doing it, she's doing it against ghosts. So it's like whatever. But let me just say, you literally can't unless you physically like strip it apart. The, the way that gun works is there's a tip at the end of it that has to depress before it will shoot anything. So if you're just like holding it up in the air and not depressing this like safety, it's not gonna shoot anything. <laughs> yeah. But it does hurt her, but it's like a ghost thing. So like- and, yeah. But the thing is, I want to know, okay, like even that aside, why why are we shooting staples at ghosts i still have not been told i assume it was something like their blessed nails or something yeah (laughs) well it it really just kind of does like a a, a, like a barrier and so what Mm. i personally think is that it's picked because the premise of the show is people who are trying to get rid of ghosts that are in their house and there's like the purpose of they want to sell Mm. or move these houses and so she has this specific tool that looks Mm. like something you would find in a a, like a a show that's or a house that's being redone like that's why it's that specific thing but it doesn't make any sense to me. Like at this point, you could have just done like a super soaker and just squirted water out and then holy like, water. Oh. Yeah. yeah, same same. Because <laughs> it's not like actually you don't actually see anything that like fires out. It just creates the force field, and so it's like almost like um, the force field in Uncanny Counter. It just kind of they, yeah. yeah. So it it and and all of her other it. all of her other instruments that she has are actual like normal occult things that you know normal yeah. occult type mm-hmm. exorcism instruments that you've seen in other shows and stuff before so like wh- why the stamper gun why <laughs> i mean maybe we'll like figure it out because there is like a i'm not going to talk about it because it's a spoiler um but there is a specific reason why she's doing this and specific yeah. storylines it's going to be tied yeah. into everything maybe that is tied to that maybe. i don't know you know but yeah i just like i really like that her character was kind of like really nonsense and she kicks butt and she does things and she just knows what to do and I really like her relationship with her like partner or whoever's like the manager secretary woman the 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 nice face of the company (laughs) yeah she listen woman who them two together are really great and I think it's like the actresses together are really like yeah picking up on something this isn't really a spoiler, but there's a scene where one of them's eating pizza, where Jagnaro's character's eating pizza, and the other one comes up, and Jagnaro's like, you can't eat my pizza, like, you're not allowed, and she's like, and she, I forget what she says, but it ends up with her well, just taking a slice, and yeah, like, they just argue about yeah. a specific <laughs> thing, and like, I'm taking it anyway, too bad. <laughs> yeah. Have fun. So... I think I'm actually going to really like it. So I'm excited to watch more of it. I might also want to keep that as like a binge or like a be able to binge as much as I want. Um, And then I did uh, end up, because I was very curious. I don't normally like these types of shows because in the crime world, the Mm -hmm. lawyer process and the (laughs) that process, like any sort of courtroom stuff is not usually what I care about. I really don't care Mm -hmm. about that. I, I like the investigation part, but I like when you do stuff. So like that also includes I like I don't normally like cop parts as well. Like it's cop and like lawyer. I'm like, I don't care. But it was like interested in law school. 
And I was like, you know, it'd be really good if it's like good because it's on Netflix, which mm-hmm. th- now like granted, um, both the taxi driver and um, what is it? Sell your house, haunted house, haunted real estate, house. exorcism. It's like 40 different names. Those <laughs> are on Cocoa. So like, it's easy to get like pretty up to date subtitles. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're also on Vicky for not so up to date mm-hmm. <laughs> subtitles, I assume, but <laughs> I imagine. So I was like, oh, Netflix would be good. And so I tried it out and I actually kind of like am really interested in it. So I might actually continue it. Mm. The story is about uh, kids who are in law school, mm. uh, which is interesting to me because I have nothing, I know nothing about like the law system in Korea. So it's kind of interesting to see if it's different or not, you know, that sort of thing. But what happens is this, it's like, I'll just tell you, it's the first episode and it's the, what starts off everything is that it's, it's like the dean of the school or the head of the school. I don't know actually his like position, his specific position. He, they're doing a mock trial. So all the students are in every like part in the mock trial. So like, you know, Kim Bum's character is the person who's on the stand. Um, there's like a girl playing, you know, the juror and like, just like everybody's in a different thing. And so they have all their professors kind of watching this go on. And during um, one of their recesses, their breaks, the head Dean guy is found murdered. And so it's like the whole story is about like why, how he was murdered and the way that they do it is really good. I've seen some complaints about it on the timeline. So um, if it's not your thing, like I can understand that, but they're like, they go back and forth a lot with a lot of different stories. Um, so it's kind of closer to like a Western show um, would be where they kind of go back. So like, you'll see like what maybe like the one girl who found him, her story and why she's in law school. And then like, you know, the police officer detective guy that's like with them, like how he knows the guy or like him, like talking to him the day prior. And they keep on going like back and forth and like different timelines and stuff and different stories with all the group. And there's like a, the core of the um, group of students is probably like, five that seem to be like relatively the main cast so there's a lot of story going on and I really I enjoyed all of that because it's like very much murder mystery-esque to it you know like it's got it's got some like interesting things and you're kind of I think you're just going to spend the entire like series trying to figure out based on the clues that you're given you know that sort of thing I like that I like that sort of stuff yeah and it like it just it was super interesting too so like and it was one of those like good like you know casters just like you had like the main per- people but there weren't really the main people like so everybody's kind of a, a good cast um i did see someone potentially talk that like it might like be close to how to get away with murder the mm-hmm. series i can't tell you i have literally not watched a single episode of that series so i can't even like kind of tell you if it's like that but mm. maybe yeah I've, I've seen that mentioned as well um but same I'll let you know I've seen like four episodes of how to get away yeah with so murder. yeah I, I like I literally know nothing about the plot of how I uh, like get away with murder so I don't know um but I could see it in like it, it the way that it's set up I could see this being transplanted into western show and be fine too so in that slot too so 
I know it was actually like surprisingly interesting. So I'm probably going to oh. keep up with that. And then uh, finally, I did start a J drama. It's Sherlock: The Untold Stories. It, I have been slowly going through it. It's not. It's a 2019 or 2020 drama. It's not fully subtitled. It was picked up by someone else. So like I'm kind of worried that it's not going to be sub to the last episodes are going to be subtitled. Uh. It's going to be, um, but like it has, it stars Dean Fujioka. So oh. I had to watch it. I <laughs> yeah, it's it's good though. It also has um, oh what's his name? I can't remember his name. Let me get it because he was in a show called Dear Sister. Uh, it is Iwata. Takanori, he plays um, the Watson role. He is part of J Soul Brothers and Exile and that sort of thing. Um, mm. He was in Dear Sister that had, um, uh, why am I blanking on her name? Um, Ishihara Satomi. And I really liked that drama. So it was fun to see him. I was like, oh my gosh, it's him. Yeah. <laughs> ah. I, I literally just picked it up at random and I really like it. I like tend to kind of like Sherlock Holmes stories, but not all of them. There's some like mm -hmm. really bad ones out there. I think the last one I watched was pretty terrible. It was a J drama too. Um, but I just like randomly started it and I was like, oh, this is really good. And like, if you've never seen uh, Dean Fujioka, he's oh. just so charismatic mm -hmm. that it's like actually pretty great. And so he's really good with his co-stars but i feel like he's just a good actor and then he's also just good at bringing out good things with the actors that he's with and so i think yeah. the two of them go really well together so i've been into that watching that so with law Ooh. school are you gonna keep up with it yes i don't think it's one that like i like enough to like constantly be on top of it but like every once in a while I'll, like throw it in i definitely want to see how it progresses more i'm definitely interested in that so Last time that we talked, I had two dramas in timeout for family espionage shenanigans. Uh, Hello Me and Wonder Woman. I finished the Wonder Woman. I'm glad I did. I enjoyed it. It did not go where I thought it was going to go. It did not deserve its little timeout. So it did <laughs> have the shenanigans, but they weren't, you know, sometimes with a drama like that, it it's like telling you one story and then it gets into the shenanigans and it shifts and it becomes all office all the time and this didn't it it was about how they stick together to fight the shenanigans so like he tried to do noble idiocy and she was like no idiot that's not how relationships work so it was good. I, I enjoyed that. Hello Me, I think, is still in timeout, and I think it's just <laughs> going to stay there. Like, I really enjoyed the first 10 episodes, and then I just couldn't be bothered. I Kind of like what you were saying, Jesse, with, like, Sisyphus. I think it's dropped. It's just not, like, not for any particular reason. I just don't particularly want to go back to it. It sort of reached a point in episode 10 where I was like, I could see how they could do a really stellar, really cool thing with this, with what they've set up, but I don't think they're going to do that. And then I was listening to the Soju Chronicles and they had watched it together and they got to that part of their last podcast episode and they were going to recap. And I was like, oh, I should turn it off for spoilers. And then I was like, yeah, I just don't care. <laughs> and then I listened to them and it, it kind of sounds like it was like, eh, it was fine, but it, 
it obviously doesn't do the cool things that I think they could have done. It did the safe things that, meh, fine, whatever. I can guess how it ended and I'll just <laughs> let it go. So um, I finished How to Be 30, which again, I finished it after everybody else had finished it. And I saw a lot of hate on the timeline, like a lot of hate for how dumb this drama was, how it didn't go anywhere, how it, you know, so I was a little nervous. I, I got to tell you, I loved it. It ended exactly the way I thought it should. Mm -hmm. It was perfect. Um, it was kind of a romantic slice of life about office and relationships and jobs and how sometimes your life changes when you're 30 and you know it's not what you thought it was going to be and it was just good I really enjoyed it I would say um it was short short little episodes but like kind of the vibe it gave me not quite but if I had to compare it to something I would compare it to something like 12 nights like mm -hmm. it's not necessarily what you think it's going to be it did have a overuse of flashback problem in the third quarter like it was like it was like two or three episodes where they were so heavy-handed and you're like these episodes are only like 15 minutes long you cannot spend 10 minutes in flashbacks you just gotta stop but other than those couple of episodes they didn't do it too much and I liked where it went I was not mad about it so yeah uh Navalera just finished and it stuck the landing so Good job, loved it. Uh, will probably definitely be in my top 10 dramas for this year. Did you cry? A lot. Like pretty much every episode, there were a few tears here and there. Like it wasn't <laughs> That's like always a good to know. Good to know. Sob buckets kind of thing. But yeah, like there was laughing, there was crying, but it wasn't like slapsticky laughing. And, it, mm. and the crying wasn't like, I can't recover from this. I'm dehydrated crying, it, <laughs> yeah. you know, often the crying was sort of that happy tears, like bittersweet kind of moments mm -hmm. and things. So it was just really good. And none of the characters, it was very character driven, really good characters. And none of them were, none of them were entirely what they appeared to be in the beginning. They all had growth. They all were three dimensional characters with more to them than you expected oh, um yeah it was just very very solid clearly the entire story was completely mapped out and written start to finish before they even started they just knew where they were going and they did it and i appreciate that you in got, the drama you gotta, so. you gotta love it you gotta love it that's that's what you want to be honest I exactly like so i yeah it was just it ended very very well so um I finally started my hollow love which has been on my plan to watch list for a very very long time so Yay! Uh, yeah so so far enjoying it I'm about three episodes in so and that was like three episodes in one night so like obviously I was yeah. enjoying it that's so. that's when you can just binge the oh yeah I, oh, I binged it in like going. two days on a weekend I was like <laughs> oh love it yeah yeah so I'm enjoying it I also, just because I felt like it, started rewatching 20th Century Boy and Girl. Just, hey, you know, no it's judgments. easy. It's an easy watch. And I know where it's going. So it, 
I like that. In my quest to find the perfect like sea drama um, contract relationship drama that doesn't dream is make me rage or you know annoy me um i've started and dropped about three of them over the last week <laughs> or month sorry um but i found one that stuck hello mr goo really really good and i think there's some things about it that make it work even though it's got all those same tropes you normally see in these dramas but Power balance wise, there's not a massive imbalance. He's close to the same age, a little older, but not like massively. He does have a job. He works a, like he's CEO of a big company and everything. Um, so like it should be an imbalance, but it's not because of her personality. She stands up to him. She has spunk and confidence and she doesn't let him walk all over her. So right their very first um, meeting in the very first episode, he comes in as a potential investor in her company um, where she's a like a comic artist. And basically the way her company works is they give her the story and she draws the pictures. And he is looking at her work up on the wall, not knowing it's hers. And he's saying it's derivative. The, like it's basically copies of other stuff that's already out there. Nothing about this is fresh. Nothing about it's new. Like he's, you know, and she's hearing this and she's like, all right, whatever, but, you know, she's not going to say anything, but then he turns around, he bumps into her, her work goes flying everywhere, and he sort of steps back and winds up stepping on several of her pages that she's been working on, and she just looks at him, and she's like, you need to apologize, and you need to pay me for my work, because that's my work, that's my groceries that you just stepped all over, and, like, I'm not you, I need this money, and you just murdered like three days of work for me. So you owe me like 250 bucks or whatever it was. And he just kind of stares at her for a minute and you think he's gonna like forget you on the you know big head honcho guy. And he just, okay, and he Venmo's her the money. And his <laughs> like secretary is in the background going, oh yeah, yeah, I like this girl. This, this, this is good. I, this works I enjoy for me. This. Yeah, and it I works ship for it. me too. I ship yeah. it. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I, I always love when there's a secretary character or something like that. It always reminds me of the show The Nanny with the butler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like shipping them together. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I loved that character so, so much. He so he immediately is like, oh yes, yes, this will work. So he when they back to the office it, it turns out the the ceo guy his dad recently died left him the company and everything and there was like a codicil to the will it's like i'm not going to require it it's not like you have to do this in order to get the money but we had this really close family friend who saved me when i was in a pickle and like Oh, it's one of those contract marriages. So he's like, I just, you You have more money than you need. You, you are set up for life. I want you to take some of that money and go find this guy's family and make sure they're taken care of too, because we wouldn't have any of it without them. He says, ideally, (laughs) I want you to marry his daughter because we always dreamed our families would be connected that way. 
but I don't want you to do it because like, this is basically in the will. I don't, I'm not asking you, I'm not making you do it. It would be and nice he, if there's <laughs> Exactly. And like, he's like, you know. he's just sitting there and he's like, I don't have time to date and I could use a wife. So said, you're, 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 you're selling me. You can stop. I've been so, <laughs> so like, one of the other things that kind of makes it work for me is that I don't know if it's intentional or not, but he comes across very much coded as being autistic. Mm. And it makes a lot of those things that would be annoying otherwise make sense. You know, like mm. they spend all night hashing out their contract. It's not like he sets down a ton of rules and she just has to follow them. They work together and come up with a contract that works for both of them. Mm. And you love to some see of the it. things are things like <laughs> Natalia yeah. is all about smelly oh, food. This is like, added to my list immediately. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, I'm really enjoying it. It's like he, she can't eat smelly food in the house or be up and be loud after midnight and stuff. And it really, the way it's portrayed is that he just really can't have those things. It's not like he's mm-hmm. trying to control it. He can't concentrate and function if those smells are in the house if if there's noise after midnight he can't sleep like there's just Mm. he just can't function in these things whereas often with those dramas because there's there's similar dramas that have ceo type characters that have lots of requests like lots of demands like that and then a lot of a lot of a lot of the demands will be just demands for the heck of being demands and then they'll have the one that's like a traumatic thing like you know you'll narrow it down to the one that actually has reasoning behind it but for any of the quote-unquote demands to actually be because the person just can't function doing that thing like Mm -hmm. that's plenty reason yeah and the other thing that's really good really refreshing is when they're wrong they say sorry like oh. whoa it's, it's whoa like, i'm down both of them you got me are you sure this is a c drama i know <laughs> like, no i just are you sure you didn't just like dream hallucinate it at this point <laughs> and the like cherry on top is that he falls first and oh, he, like, so I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. It's all fully subbed on YouTube. So I think the 10 cent channel better. or MGTV. Um, yeah, it's just fantastic. So, and also I started my very first K-drama daily. So oh. wish me luck because that's like eight million episodes but it's super adorable it's called the good supper i think it's like 120 or yeah <laughs> so it's 120 and they're like half hour episodes so it's like five episodes a week come out or something i'm like eight episodes in so i don't know i don't know if it's gonna stick we'll see they just aged up so the first eight episodes the kids are all eight years old and they're so friggin' cute it's so good and it's just super found family so it's called a good supper because this guy who's in his like 20s runs his grandmother's restaurant recently deceased grandmother's restaurant um he serves supper family style he makes a meal and you come and you pay four bucks a person and you get you get whatever he serves and there's a group of families in the neighborhood who all have one kid 
per family. They're all in the same class, all eight years old. And they, they all come at the same time every night so that they can eat together as a larger family so that their kids have that, you know, opportunity to be with aunts and uncles and grandparents and, and kids, even though they don't, you know, and this, so the first episode, his dad who like abandoned him or whatever shows up with an eight-year-old girl at, and he's like, is this your daughter, dad? Is this my sister? And he's like, no, she's not. I'm not feeling too well. I need to go to the pharmacy. Just you watch over her for a little uh -oh, bit. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And he leaves. <laughs> Never returns, I see. He's dying. So the thing is, he was neighbors with her grandmother and her mom died when she was a baby. She was raised by her grandmother. Her grandmother died. And because of his friendship with the grandmother, he started looking after her. Then he got sick. He's like, I'm going to die. I don't want this kid to go to the orphanage. My son's a really good kid. I'm going to dump it on the kid. That I <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I can't raise a kid. Like, this is what kid? You can't just dump a child. You have to actually tell them that's what you're doing. Not, not the only yeah. one. Just going out for a pack of smokes and then never yeah. return. So like. he does leave a letter and like, and a folder with all of her like birth certificate and information and stuff. So the other people in this supper club are a married couple who both work. So they just don't have the time to make dinner. So they come here and their kid gets to have like a family dinner and their eight-year-old daughter. There's a single dad whose wife cheated on him and he left his good job and his nice house in the city, took his son and moved off to the country. Um, and there is a third, this third kid, this eight-year-old boy who is orphaned, but he lives with his uncle who um, has like some mental deficiencies and his grandmother. So they all basically say to him, like, dude, if you want to keep her, if you want to raise this girl, we'll help you. We'll, we'll do what we got to do, right? <laughs> so like, there's a really cute Christmas episode where they go to the church and she's like, I didn't know you were religious. And they're like, we're not, but you, it's really pretty at Christmas and you get cookies. So like, we always go. <laughs> and they're like, okay, Priorities. Cool. It's just freaking adorable. But now, but now they all aged up. So we'll now they're all in, yeah. So like, which I totally thought like, not exactly adorable. how it was going to happen. <laughs> not I adorable. Like, I knew. Well, and some of the so there's also another family, a rich family, and there's an eight year old boy in that family too. But his parents are horrible human beings. But he lives with his aunt and uncle as well. Like they all live in one big family. So their story, I kind of could give or take so we'll see how it goes now that they're teenagers they aged them up all the kids got bikes and they were riding their bikes and then they panned down so the wheels and then they moved back up and now they're teenagers riding their classic, bikes you know given classic. that there's 120 episodes are they going to span their entire lifetime? They're going to be grand. They're going to be grandparents. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. I have a feeling this is where we're going to day now it's going to be about these teenage maybe give it a year or two uh, i know, think after as that they they'll graduate and stuff yeah they'll they'll keep aging that up i would think they might mm -hmm. well we'll see so i think they're you're gonna at least get college. yeah like yeah you're gonna get into the age so. that it's like they can have them there on set to record for longer hours they're trying to get those yeah out of the kids era I so they don't have to they, deal with like 
child on set. <laughs> Looking at it, I would say the age that they've aged them up to is probably like they've skipped a decade. Like it, they're 18 mm. now or, you know, like they're seniors in high school, I think now I, is w- what my guess would be. But I really don't know because I haven't watched any of those episodes yet. So but, so what's your plan? Are you going to try to watch it daily or how are you going to go about it? Uh, no, I mean, I've watched about eight episodes in the last week and a half. So I'm behind already, right? Like I, it, there's already like 40 episodes. Like are, are you going to go in chunks? Know? Probably. Like I'll probably, it'll probably be a lot. Like when I watched Two Fathers, like I'll watch 10 or 15 and then stop and then watch another chunk when I'm in the mood for it or something. We'll see. That makes sense. We'll see. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll hate it now that they're in high school and they're not freaking adorable children anymore, but it makes you think yeah. like you know you know how a lot of us like to binge mm-hmm. but imagine a 120 episode binge <laughs> that's like the everest of i mean i can do that when it's like a, a not like... a, a drama. i can I do that like if it's yeah. in english i can yeah. easily do that with like 45 minute hour long episodes like don't I feel like I could could scale that mountain (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so we'll see I don't it is nice in the sense that it is still airing but it's only got a couple months left on it so we'll see I'll put it out there that I'll finish it before the end of the year maybe we'll see so uh, (laughs) watch them throw a couple of baseball games or something in there and throw that off for you yeah yeah like oh we didn't know sports were a thing sorry i hate that what do you mean this like major holiday that's always here is happening again this year on the same time like yeah yeah obt dubs like the day before they're like we're not airing this tomorrow it's like you could have told us like three weeks ago but okay (laughs) it's fine it's fine we we didn't have our hopes up or anything (laughs) no and i just from i don't know youtube threw it at me and i was like yeah i'll give it a shot checked out the first episode and thought maybe i'll watch more of it it's called octogenarians in the 90s i think it's supposed to be set in the 90s is the concept it's set in the 90s and it's about a nursing home and a couple of young people who are working in the nursing home so it's kind of got that uh um navalera like vibe of like Mm. old people and young people coming together to you know help each other and learn things but we'll see it's a c drama and i think there's like 30 episodes so navalera was like 12 or 10 like it it worked 30 might be too much we'll see Mm -hmm. so that's but a I, lot of room for a lot of people to pass. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. So it, <laughs> that's a lot of heartbreak. Premise <laughs> is kind of like the main character is the actress from Skate into Love, which I enjoyed her in that. She's the granddaughter of the woman who like owns and runs the nursing home, but she's also like 80 years old. She's just spry, mm. whatever. Um, but she's just found out she's got like liver cancer or something yeah. and she's okay. dying. Um, so she needs her like college age daughter to let her granddaughter to like step things up and like take over the business kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. 
And then there's a guy who like basically works for like a pyramid scheme, like health supplement company. And he is in trouble with his bosses. And he's been told basically he's been given a list of like nursing homes that he needs to get his foot in the door and go scam all the old people there. And he tried like sliding in on like visitors day with a bunch of other people, but she totally saw him and she was like, yeah, Hey, and she's kind of flirting with him. And he's like, Oh, pretty girl flirting with me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here to see my grandpa. And she's like, are you really? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, cool, 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 cool. Takes his bag and like tosses it out of the gate and shuts the door. She's <laughs> like, nah, like I, I know everybody who comes in here. Like this is my home and I know everybody and you don't <laughs> belong. Bye. So, so it should be shenanigans and the old people are, cracking me up so <laughs> that's always so, we'll see. so i actually have a ton i'm looking forward to uh i would say the main the the number one because you know my love for fake idol groups mm-hmm. in general <laughs> when you have a drama that has three or four fake idol groups that already have like music video teasers and just all types of things going on yes imitation also a chunk of the cast is ATs. therefore i will be all over that show i think it'll be on vicky possibly which maybe it'll be on cocoa that'd be nice i don't know it'll be somewhere <laughs> but i thought it was nice that it's actually going to be like not on youtube in this case, mm-hmm. as opposed to top management and what all that was. So that's like my main, and there's lots of other ones that I mentioned, but like imitation. And then probably my second one would be my roommate is a gumiho. Yeah, yeah. Mythological supernatural stuff. I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. be checking it out. <laughs> and then one that I'm iffy on, but I think it's going to be four episodes. So even if I'm iffy on it, I'll probably watch the whole thing anyway. Right. I have a goal, which <laughs> that is a very lame <laughs> English title, but it looks like it is revenge plot, but maybe funny. I don't know. Whatever. I, th- I think the main character is female though. So like, I think that'll be mm. a little bit more enjoyable. So I'll leave a couple of the others because I know <laughs> that they'll be mentioned by <laughs> Well, I'm looking forward to getting the like Lee Ji-hoon uh, fix with that what's it uh oh. move into heaven or something yeah. it's like where they're like that's that scene cleaners or something i think yeah, that one's on netflix so and i think that's again. gonna be a movie yeah is it i dreamed yeah. i dreamed that it was a movie <laughs> no i i feel like same thing i saw something uh, somebody posted at some point I, as if it was a movie and i was like oh i thought it was a drama and then i was like oh okay a movie and then I went and it was like, no, it's a drama. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> Netflix says it's a drama. So okay. I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, I'm looking Yeah, that looks good. That. You know, it, it looks like it might be a little bit more drama-wise my speed than Taxi Driver. So I don't know. I, uh, I'm really, I don't know if I'm looking forward to it. But <laughs> from, so Jasper Lil has... <laughs> A new show coming out on Netflix <laughs> called Use for My Talent. And I'm looking at the like synopsis and it seems like a you know a remake 
of clean with passion for now, but I don't, I cannot say for sure if that is the case, but the, the synopsis of the plot is the same thing. Wouldn't that be weird if it was? Yeah, it I'm triple checking. Two <laughs> remakes in the same language. Because, yeah. Right. So, because the, the synopsis is the germaphobic owner of a cleaning company encounters a slovenly employee at Romance Blossoms as they help one another heal from their it, past. I don't know. It, seems it has, color. it has Yenin from Pentagon in it. It's the okay, same so it's one. It's the same one. Okay. It is. Oh, okay. It is clean with passion for now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway. Also, also known as the cleaning elves, which that was. I did not cleaning know fairies was, was from. in that. Yeah. I just knew about the main people. role. Yeah. Oh, all right. Blue. Yeah. Um, and then the other one I'm interested in is uh, I Married an Anti-Fan, the Korean show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know where it's playing yet. Yeah. And then uh, there is this other show coming on Netflix called Mine. And it looks pretty mock-jang, but like in a way mm-hmm. that I enjoy. So, yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. interested, interested. That's, that's basically... That's basically me. I feel like there was um, another one. What was the? Oh, there's that. Do you met your service with So and Guck? Yeah, in I was it? about mm. to talk about it. Oh, okay. Oh, that's Go okay. for it. No, 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 no. Just that. That I just saw the title and I was like, oh, but yeah. like it's had some different. The trailers give off different vibes, so I don't know. Um. Well, do you met your service at least what it was specific like at the beginning of the year, last year is a about a he's not a god he's like an in-between character he's not he works for gods essentially and his emotions control things um and to detriment so it's not supposed to be a comedy if he was laughing it could take out something or do detrimental things like if he was mad Mm. enough he could kill an entire society is essentially what is the big thing so it's, i think it's going to be more mellow than anything else which is why you keep on seeing different emotions and all of the the all right things is because it's, it's emotional sense. driven and that's the kind of the biggest thing is that he starts the relationship or at least you know the relationship happens between his character and um what's her face and that could be detrimental to everything mm-hmm. on earth so essentially yeah <laughs> Yeah, being in um, a relationship is a very emotional thing that could be really, yeah, really, really yeah. bad. <laughs> um, yeah. Interesting. I've wanted to check it out since it was first talked about, so mm. I was going to check it out. Also, Youth of May is coming mm. at the beginning of the month. It's a mellow set in the 80s, I think, um, about a medical student and a nurse. It's going to be interesting watching it. Because it stars two people who in their previous role were brother and sister. Brother and sister. Um, <laughs> but they're like roughly the same age. So it's not really that crazy in terms of like, they're, they actually don't have much of an age gap at all. Also, I'm talking about Sweet Home is like the, the yeah. drama that they were brother and sister in. But before that, she was in um, Minnesota's from the, Falling from the Sky or whatever the K-drama equivalent was. And I really liked her in that. And so I like I really want to see her in another thing too, especially in like a lead role. Mm-hmm. And I like Mellows. So that's yeah. that's one of my big things. I literally don't think I'm going to like any of I married an anti-fan and 
it's gonna be hard because I want to watch it because <laughs> I didn't know the second lead is Chan Song. So, like, the cast is really good. It, You're contractually been, obligated to watch at least a half of the first episode. <laughs> I don't like normally like, uh, like I'm not normally the person who would do this, but like Chan Song's my like old like, mm-hmm. and that, and I just I want to support him in his drama that he like air or he re, you know filmed like three or four years ago <laughs> sitting waiting for someone to pick it up you know yeah and then also just as a, like a side i am like excited about dark hole but like as per this like episode yes. dark hole yes. uh starts tomorrow so it's really not like yeah yeah in this running of like coming today you're looking dramas. forward to it <laughs> yeah when you people are listening to it now <laughs> like you'll, you'll, you'll know if i hate it or not do do you think if Dark Hole is something that you're really gonna enjoy, do you think you're gonna like keep up with it? Probably. Or do you think you're gonna try I, to yeah. yeah. I actually yeah. forgot that was starting tomorrow. Now I'm excited about the weekend yeah. again. So <laughs> <laughs> I saw something that said that it takes place in the same universe as Strangers from Hell or something. Is like there's going to be a cameo of like the police officer woman or something oh. from strangers of, that's, from hell it's um, a very different genre so. yeah yeah that's weird it, it um, strangers from hell is not um is not well, any sort of mutants or anything like, yeah i know well what it kind of it kind so, of reminded me of the the stuff coming out about the um the parasite tv show and they're like set in the same universe as parasite and we're like the, yeah, our like, universe so, like, it's like so Korea. Like, <laughs> okay it's like you know one's like creatures and one's not just a yeah psychopath one's killer so, like so it's real know. and fake <laughs> but apparently this one character is reprising her role but like as a cameo kind of thing so okay uh, we'll see i don't yeah. know i don't know uh, there's I also can... one other thing and i can't remember off the top of my head people can go ahead i just saw the trailer for it i think it's a thai show that's on going on netflix ghost lab maybe hmm um it is about two guys who are researching ghosts and if they're real or they're scientists and they're kind of really invested in it Mm. um to the point where one of them wants to try to die to be the guinea pig of their stuff Wow. I, like I'm all for science, but that feels like a lot. Like, yeah, it's a movie. Okay, coming at the end of the month. That does look intriguing. I did just see a, a trailer a couple of days ago for um, a C drama coming up called The Flaming Heart. That looks good. Um, a, a very Descendants of the Sun kind of a thing, except for he's a firefighter. And he meets a, a woman who's a doctor through. Oh no! Am I gonna get hooked on this? <laughs> I know that's what I was thinking too. It's <laughs> it's, uh, it's got that vibe that oh, no. you're my hero, descendants of the sun, kind of you know. Oh uh, no! Vice <laughs> captain of the fire rescue team, and during an incident where he had to rescue a pregnant woman, he meets a doctor who's working in the emergency department a classic caper classic yeah so but what would be a nice twist on that would be the doctor's the pregnant woman and blah 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 
I'm sure that's not it. <laughs> Probably not, but... <laughs> And I just now looking through saw one for a C drama called Please Be Married, where this five-year-old kid shows up and says, I'm your kid from the future, and I need you to meet daddy so I can exist, and and shenanigans. So I'm like, I don't know, this could be weird, or it could be kind of like, I think it, it sounds like she's like, doesn't believe him, but like, I have to like, she's in like a sounds like it's a contract relationship with you know and they're going to fall in love while they try to find this kid's real parents or something I don't know we'll see we'll see if it's good or if it's uncomfortable shenanigans thank you for listening to this uh, this extra episode of the certified nunas where we talked about what we're watching these days and what we're excited about uh we hope that you enjoyed listening to it and that you'll take the time to go and listen to some of our other episodes if you haven't already you can find us on social media we you know mostly on instagram and twitter that's where we live it's always at certified nunas if you'd like to become an official sponsor of this podcast and join the certified found family go to patreon.com certified nunas you can listen to this podcast wherever podcasts can be found. But if you want all the links and everything, go to certifiednunas.com where all the links to everything that we talk about and all, if there's playlists, if there's YouTube links, they're all there and time codes and everything. So uh, we hope you have a fantastic week and you keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Bye. Bye. Bye.